Huzzah, Rangers. It's your boy, Chris, a.k.a. Call Sign Bozo6. We are here for the Houston Sabercats preview. With me tonight, you might remember this man from his podcast, The Scrum of the Earth. We have Mr. David Lawrence. David, how the hell are you? I'm doing great, Chris. Again, so good to see you. Love being on the show. I was going to ask you, you're the military guy. Like, mm. I'm kind of on the border of the out, the Outriders. Like, what would my rank be? Would I be a lieutenant yet, do you think? Or negative. No, no. Okay. No. Well, it depends. It depends on how we structure it. So yeah, I mean, I guess if yeah, yeah, we could put you as a captain or something. We could put oh, you as a commander. I like because that. If, if if Phil is the battalion commander, he would have four captains. And so that's us four. Hey, you, okay. You, Dave, Diamond Dave, and then Dan from Merrimack. Love it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could be a captain, I guess. I guess I, I like it. It depends on what level we want to count it at. You know what I'm saying? I just want the hat. That's all. You just want the hat? <laughs> well, I mean, it, 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 I mean, it depends. If you want to be an enlisted guy, then you'd be like a squad leader, and then he'd be our platoon leader, and then we'd be the four squad leaders kind of deal. So it just depends on what level you want to be at. Do you, remember, do you remember Good Morning Vietnam when uh, his commander's yelling at him, and he's like, do you see this? What does three up and three down mean to you? And he goes, end of an inning. Ooh, no, I don't never seen that movie, but that's a good one. Uh, that's a that's good, good one. What's three down mean to me? Well, three up, three down means a master sergeant because he's not assuming he's exactly three chevrons and three rockers. Anyway, enough about that. <laughs> How are we doing? We're getting into our Houston Sabercats uh, preview. The Houston Sabercats uh, come to Fort Quincy. They are 10 and five. They are riding a three game win streak over the Hounds, Toronto, and Old Glory, DC. So let's just say during that win streak, they haven't beaten anybody of note. Uh, it's kind of weird because in their last six matches, they're three and three uh, with losses to the Warriors, San Diego, and Seattle in succession. Uh, so, yeah, it's positive. They've clinched the number three seed out west. Um, I think by all accounts and pretty much everybody that I've talked to, nobody expects them to make the final. Uh, and with nothing really to play for, uh, you know, in terms of like they cannot improve to the second place in the west right. uh, that's all been locked up so they they will travel to starfire to play uh seattle in that eliminator game so i would expect them to bring you know as we were referencing before the a minus team uh not their full side uh, because they don't get a bye week so i'm assuming they're just going to want to avoid injuries avoid cards um and just come here probably and put put their best foot forward and try to get a dub so they can finish uh 11 and 5 uh and i would kind of expect the same from us but maybe not I don't know. It's interesting. I, I I can't can't wait to see what Scott Matthew and, and company uh, cook up for us for the roster this week. I, I'm really intrigued by that. Like the majority of my notes were all about that. What, what kind of squad are we going to expect this time? You know, mm. since losing the Western Conference Final 51 weeks ago, they've gone 10 and five since then. They win roughly two out of every three games. You already said um, they're on a three-game winning streak, but it was preceded by a three-game losing streak. They've been much stronger at home than on the road. They win at a 75% clip at the litter box, uh, but away they are just under 60%. And like you said, it's a weird position for them, depending on how they feel about resting players. Um, they can't change their playoff position. So what is their goal right now? Go yeah. into Fort Quincy where no visiting team has won since last year and try to make some sort of point? Or do you get your best players fully rested and as healed up as possible before traveling way back up to Seattle the following weekend? That's that squad announcement this week. It's going to tell us a lot about what to expect on Sunday. 
Yeah, and then so jumping into the free jack side of this because we talked about this. So they're they're going into a bye week regardless after this week. So that they will they will get rest. But yep. then there's always that 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 continuity piece, that stay sharp piece. So last year our approach in New, against New York in the final at Fort Quincy, New York was the first team ever to defeat the Free Jacks at Fort Quincy. They did it in the regular season finale. Uh, but again, like I think Andy Ellis was playing 10. Um, we didn't start all our guys, rang the changes early, kind of let them play out. It was a meaningless game. Most of the fans were, you know, bummed to lose to New York because you never want to lose to them, but it, it, it didn't really mean anything. And then we had that bye week, we get the Eastern Conference final where we did play our full team and unfortunately we lost. So do we play more starters this week in an effort to keep them sharp? I think that that, especially after this last week doing the whole A minus thing, I, I kind of am leaning towards that. I think they're going to play, play the best. They want to win for those home fans because they're competitive mofos. They just want to win, bro. Yep. And then they'll take the rest. I was going to say, based based on Coach Matthews' most recent appearance on the Jacks Rangers show, I think yeah. we're putting out a, a pretty strong squad at home to try to finish this thing out. I, I think he's going to say, you know, the next week we'll take care of next week and uh, give us a very strong side for this one. Uh, and like like we said, like Houston might set, like they might call me and ask me to play for them. Who knows? Yeah, and you know, an interesting matchup with this. This is actually the second time these two teams have gotten together this season. If you remember in the preseason, the Free Jacks flew down to Houston and oh, uh, yeah. played, played a friendly little scrimmage match. None of the results, you know, obviously it wasn't broadcast. There was no uh no results posted uh for that. But from but our boy Philly Bananas went down there in person and he said that Houston got the better of them down there. It was mm. preseason. Obviously, you're trying combinations and all this other stuff, and guys got to build continuity with one another. But it'll just be an interesting uh, encounter because these teams are not uh, strangers, so to speak. They they have played. We got we got Dave Diamond Dave going by his old nickname, the Yeti Poet Rugby. We're going to be nearly sold out. I think we go full pace, crush Houston, rest and prepare. Yeah, we got to sharpen the we got to sharpen the edge, right? And we just want to win, bro. And I think that that uh, after that Eastern Conference final loss, and and this again, I'm I'm really bad with historical knowledge. I uh, I have a a biased and terrible memory, uh, but I do believe that New York is still the to this day the only team to beat us at Fort Quincy. I don't think we want to change that record, and I think that it's very important for Scott Matthew and the coaching staff. I think as the leader of the of the team, he kind of pushes that downwards. Like, hey, we don't we don't lose because we like we're competitive mofos, right? But we especially don't lose at home. Uh, in the preseason, when I went down there and he talked on the podium, he said that he loved the environment at home. He thinks it's very intimidating yep. uh, place to play. And yeah, I could go on and on. I, I don't I don't see them kind of taking their foot off the gas to to die. I mean, things. my conversations with with Scott and same with yours on on the Jack Ranger show, like he gets that you know boston versus new york thing it seems mm. like he got that really quickly i don't, I don't yeah. know how he got it but he just took that in and he's like oh this is really freaking important to these people and we're going to give it to them and we're going to we're going to make sure they know i know he leans on the local guys he leans on cam and people like that to be like hey guys this is what i've been growing up with um the team gets it more than i necessarily would have thought they would have and i think that's going to play you know a big part of how we approach the end of the season yeah, and also another interesting note uh, we forget. Uh, remember, this is Phil's West Western Conference team. These, this is who uh, who who Phil likes. Uh, so it'll be interesting. Uh, I wonder if they'll uh, bring him like a Houston SaberCats hat or something like that. 
Uh, they don't have they don't have their own version of like a broccoli guy, or they don't have like a spider that we know of. That would be pretty cool. Um, the Houston rugby facility is is gorgeous, but that's a real humid down. I think it's close to the Gulf, right? It's kind of mm. Gulf side of Texas. I'm not sure. I My geography is terrible. I'm not sure. Uh, but it's always it always seems to be kind of a wet and slippery pill down there in Houston. So the weather forecast is looking great. Uh, the 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 match is preceded by the opening uh, or actually the final day of the Golden Old Oldies tournament, which yeah, boy will be playing in my 538 Bronco. I'm hoping the lungs are feeling good, the legs are good. Nice. I'm, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, I'm hydrating. I'm eating a lot of fruit and staying off the beer. Last night were my last beers until till the tournament. Uh, I'm going to be a nice. young buck out there. I signed I signed up to play tight head prop, Dave. So I'm going to ah. be propping in the front row, man. Let's wow. Go. I know. <laughs> Do you expect to stuff. still have a head when this is all done? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I If I'm going to take any type of injury, I'm probably going to blow an ACL or something. So I'm knocking on wood. <laughs> uh, it's, good. it's good to have goals. Pull, pull a hamstring or, or something. Uh, but no, I mean, honestly, even like... Um, what injury are you most likely to fake? Yeah. <laughs> what am I injuring? My tiny heart. I'll just be like, I'm out of breath because I'm old. Uh, that's that's what I'm most likely to fake. But no, it should be a, a good day of festivity. I think this is the big one, right? Old Crow Medicine Show yep. is, uh, is slated for after. Uh, the weather looks great. It's going to be nice and hot. It's, uh, it's so Father's Day, man. The, the first thing that I wanted us to cover here is because inquiring oh, minds want to know, will you be getting out of both military and daddy duties to be there for us in the regular season yeah. finale? It, it sounds like you'll be there early. Yeah. So originally this was the only match I was coming to all season. Then I, the, then I somehow snuck into two more. Uh, but yeah, so we had drill last weekend. So drill is in the books. I'm not drilling again uh, until August because July is the off month this year. And then, uh, yeah, for Father's Day, uh, I'm actually not playing in the Golden Oldies day two because my wife and I will be coming down with the baby to watch the match. So Golden Oldies day two, not for me. So I'm hoping that we we get enough wins and all that other but, stuff. And, and y'all will be there. That's great. Yeah, yeah. It's my Father's <laughs> Day gift, I guess. But I guess all the, all the tickets, I think I'm going to have to sit in the brigade. Or 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 uh, spring for the lantern suites because all the tickets are sold out. I still haven't bought mine. I'm kind of slacking. Oh, geez. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. Call Griff. Got to yeah, get on I that. On the, maybe I sit on the hill outside and be like, guys, let me in. <laughs> uh, oh, man. I, I have some great stuff about Houston for you. I, I I've, yeah, I've actually uh, in my little bag here. I've got a I've got a nice hot take, but uh, just to, to sort of I'm interested. Get, just to get started, this Houston team, you know. The 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 longest win streak they've had this year. We're on, I think it's nine right now. The mm-hmm. longest win streak they've had this season is three. They've done that twice. They started the year three and zero, and like you mentioned earlier, they're three and zero right now in the last three weeks. Um, so even if they bring their full noise squad, like they're they're due, right? Mm-hmm. I don't. Nah. Math, math math doesn't work that way. Oh, but. you mean do do for a loss? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, they're coming to Fort Quincy. It's a definitely put put the we should, I, if I had a giant L, I'd hang it up on the wall right now, right over the Houston SaberCats. There you go. Take the L. <laughs> no, I mean, I guess so. They've had a tough. They've had a tough road. They've been hit or miss. I'm actually kind of looking it up. I have the. Uh, I have an mm. app that shows me their record. Yeah, they're zero two against Seattle this year. I think they split the yep. difference with Utah, who doesn't matter anymore. And they're zero two against San Diego. So, oh no, sorry, they're one and one. Yeah, other way around. They, uh, 
They lost. Yeah, they lost twice to Utah and they lost twice to San Diego. I was just going to say, too, they've got to be psyched about the way things unfolded because they leapfrogged Utah in the last couple of weeks to secure that mm-hmm. playoff spot. And Utah beat them twice this year. They must be like, oh. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would be. Yeah, that's weird because in head to head rugby, right? But it, that's the, the beauty of the point system in rugby. It's like, yeah, head to head, we might not match up well with this team and lose, but. It, but really, at the end of the day, the points on the table reflect your your overall performance against everybody. So one team might have your number, but if you're better than them against all the other teams, then it doesn't matter, and you can earn exactly. I mean, so. the, you know, they're definitely a strong team. They've of course got the aforementioned Davy Kutza. Um, mm-hmm. He's second on goal kicking and total points, and I think that might only be because he missed some time. And they've got what I'm sure Dallas Stanford would call the Danger Man, Gideon Van Wick. By the way, how great a name is that? He sounds like like someone from a Neil Gaiman novel or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's fourth in tries scored this year, again according to the MLR stats page. Whether that's true or not, but he, here's my little. Uh, I don't know if it's a hot take or not, but I, I really want to know, Chris, what you think of this. Okay. Is it possible Houston have been a little bit lucky this year? I'm not. I'm not trying to jinx anything, but. Last week, I was listening to your show, and you guys were talking a lot about tries scored versus tries against and stuff, which I think is mm-hmm. a pretty strong indicator of the best teams. So this year, the, the top teams have a huge differential between tries tries for and against, just as you would expect they would, right? San Diego has almost twice as many for as against. It's 75 to 38 for them. We have more than twice as many, 73 versus 33. Wow, that's a huge stat. Meanwhile, these sneaky Thundercats... They've scored 67 tries, and without looking, do you want to guess how many they've let in? Uh, 65. (laughs) Not that bad, but 50. So 67 to 50 is their ratio. In other words, they score under seven for every five they concede. Like, that's shockingly close. Does that say to you that a lot of their wins could have gone the other way, or am I just, as always, making too much out of this stat? Uh, without looking at it game by game, uh, I hard to tell, but yeah, I mean, it just means that their defense is a little bit shaky. Uh, they could have, I, again, I haven't really followed Houston closely, full disclosure, didn't do a lot of looking into them, uh, before, before the preview here, which I probably should have, uh, but they just don't strike me as a team that, that is that impressive. I bet you, if you go up and down there, you'll see a couple of blowouts, which can always uh, skew the tries, right. um, maybe a couple of them and maybe not as strong performances, but even our free Jacks have had that, you know what I mean? Like we didn't have a strong performance the second time against New York. We only scored one try and it was the same against Dallas. We only scored one try or did we score two? It doesn't matter. We didn't score a lot, you know? And so those are two games or at least the Dallas one. I know it was rainy and it was difficult. Wasn't our best team out there, Yeah, but that was one of them where you could, we, we didn't even get five table points. So it's like, we should have blown them out, you know? And then, but then, you know, we kind of made up for it with Toronto match. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's fair to say. Houston also have nobody in the top five for kicking meters, nobody in the top five for made tackles, no one in the top five for carries or meters carried. Is this team, pardon the pun, a paper tiger? I don't, you don't get to 10 and five in the West for nothing. And, and, you know, Mm. it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable to think. I think it was week three. And week three is when they beat san diego and that's still san diego's only loss uh that's incredible to me uh if not for the houston thundercats or whatever we're calling them 
uh, San Diego. <laughs> sorry, I, I started calling him that. Now I can't un. Yeah, call him it's that. all right. But but for the San Diego Kitties or, or not San Diego, the Houston Kitties, Kitty Cats, there would be you know are the only thing stopping those San Diego team from being undefeated. I'm all crossing my wires here. I got all messed up there. I apologize. But anyway, on we go. It's like you know I don't think that they're a paper tiger. I think that they're a tough team, like like Phil had said and. And preseason, you know, he said that they got the better of us down there, uh, but we're not down there this time, and it's not preseason this time, and it's for real this time. And so, I would say that it's going to be a good match. Um, it's going to be, um, although it's a meaningless match, I am going to this one in person. It is Fort Quincy. Uh, we need to defend that. Uh, I think it's again when you win, you get that confidence, right? And I think we need that confidence, like building into our playoff, especially since we're going on a bye. Uh, and I think it. It does mean kind of even the same for them because not only does it improve their record to 11 and five, which is better than 10 and six. It's also like, Hey, it is very likely we, and we don't want to punch our ticket. I'm knocking on wood yet. We cannot punch our ticket to the Eastern conference final, but wouldn't it be great to go, to go shove around the East, the, the beast of the East and get a win in their place and be the second team ever to defeat them at home riding into the playoffs. Cause they pretty much all away matches. Actually they are They're They're in a situation where they are all away matches from here. They're away to us, away to Seattle. And if they win yep. that, they're away to Snapdragon. And then everybody's away to Chicago. So it's like they're on the road for the rest of the time. And I feel like Do I remember right? Is dangerous. They were only in the playoffs last year because of the Gilgroni or the, the, the Gil teams mess, right? No, 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 no. So they were third last year as well. They were the third slot last despite year. The, despite the Giltinis and the Gilgronis? No, no, they no. Still, so they, when the Gill teams were still in, they were the third seed. And then the Gill teams got oh, kicked out. Oh, okay, okay. Number, so they didn't the sneak in one. because of it. They just got like a number one seed because, okay, okay. Correct. And Seattle Seattle beat them on the road in the, in the Western right, right. final. Yeah. It kind of sucked for them because a team that didn't even deserve to be in the playoffs then comes down to yeah. and then goes to the final. Man. <laughs> I'm kind of glad Stadium. we've all collectively decided to just not talk about that at the end. It's like, you know what? Gill, whatever. You can just go. We're done. Yeah, I mean, I covered that last year too. We were talking about. I just talked about how it was. It was a joke. Both finals, and then then the grand final. You know, not not only did they, New York have to scramble to find another stadium, but I felt like both teams really didn't just deserve to be there with the whole bringing in the All Blacks thing, and then Seattle yeah. didn't even make the playoffs. I'm like, this is just this whole 22, 22 season is just a joke. And I was like, get out of here. <laughs> it was funny when I when Mike Rogers came on the Scrum of the Earth to talk. Um, he he was clearly still angry about it. He was like, it wasn't a couple minor discretions like, you know, Adam Gilchrist really just, yeah. you know, it was outright cheating is the way he put it. And it's like, yeah, okay. And we're, so we're all trying to forget it, I think, still, but. Yeah, so we we've talked about the game a lot. Uh, I think I think we've got it all pretty much covered. So what is your keys to the game? So. Thank you for asking because I have to ask you, how have Ooh. you guys not made this the Connor Keys keys to the game? Wow. <laughs> wow, I got no answer for you. Uh, Phil is somewhere right now scram <laughs> furiously typing. Uh, <laughs> well, okay. he'd have to well, first of all, Connor Keys would have to endorse that. So oh, that's like, true. I'm, I'm not we haven't asked him yet. You can put so his little face up, be, like a little graphic. Your yeah. Connor Keys to the game. Yeah, Connor keys to the game. I'm sure I mean, he'd approve, but Phil likes making the graphics. The we haven't asked the man yet. So, hey, Keyser, if you're listening, man, can we get that? What, what, what do you think? So you're either going to love this or you might just shoot me live on the air. But this weekend, the Free Jacks 
for me, need to do something the Celtics couldn't do, which is beat the Heat. Yeah. <laughs> it's wow. gonna be it's gonna be like in the 80s by the looks of things. That'll uh, make it I, I'm pretty sure the hottest match of the year for us. Mm -hmm. It's right during the hottest part of the day as well. It's just gonna be a much different animal than it was early in the season, condition-wise. Um, I have ultimate confidence in our coaches and our staff and our ability to draw up a game plan and our overall depth, but overheating. Like you talked about it last week on the show, like it can do weird things to people. I loved, by the way, your story about putting your arms in cold water, then holding them over your head. <laughs> like yeah, I had never heard right. anything like that before. That was great. It and works. I was like, those people know what they're doing. That, that's a really good one. So oh, if we yeah. can manage to keep cool, both in the literal and figurative sense, I think we have enough to get this one done. Wow. Diamond Dave ch chiming in. His Connor keys to the game is Keezer himself. Yeah, we <laughs> missed him in the line out at Seattle. The, those misfires at the back of the line out, uh, not grabbing them. I feel like he would have got his, got his mitts on him. So um, yeah, my key to the game, just win, baby, win. That's it. Win the game. They're competitive. We want to go in riding on a high. We don't want to lose in front of uh, in, in our place. It's Fort Quincy. We have to defend the fort and win, baby, win. That's my key to the game. And so now we'll, with that being said, we'll jump into our score predictions. I'll go first on this one. Okay. Uh, I have a feeling with the conditions like we were talking about, um, I, I feel like for some reason I think this one's going to be a shootout. Mm. I'm going – 43 38 free jacks wow see i i spent too much time thinking about this i gazed <laughs> i gazed into the the crystal rugby ball and eventually i was like oh i see this i see that and like i actually wrote down specifics which probably is insane um i see houston getting three tries i feel like that's a reasonable amount for them with their their offensive you know explosiveness but I see our free jacks getting five. Um, I do see two of those coming from Balacana. So even if they listened to my little five tries, five guys promotional idea, we're not getting burgers this week. Wow. Um, and Imagine then if he Jake... doesn't make the team sheet. <laughs> if they if they rest them or something. Oh, then, then it's burgers for everybody. <laughs> um, I see Jason slotting every single conversion as he does and then adding a couple of penalties as he does. I'm nervous saying a score like this, but that would make it on my little sheet of paper here. Free Jacks 41, Thundercats 22. Wow. So if they score three tries with 22, that means they get a couple penalties themselves as well. Yeah, I gave them one in there. To, they'll, they'll miss a conversion, get a pen, you know. Yeah, yeah. All right. So you have 41 22. I, I don't write these down. I'm not like Phil. So I'm just saying them again. You know, he's writing them down them. right now. Yeah, he probably is. So <laughs> David Lawrence going 41 22 free jacks. I think I said 43 38. It sounds right. Sounds right. I don't know. Maybe I just changed my score. I, I wasn't I there. I didn't. Oh, wait. I was just there. <laughs> Anyways, man, it's been fun hanging out with you tonight. It's been fun doing the review and the preview. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Phil will be flying back on the red-eye flight from Seattle. I think departure time is 11 p.m. Seattle time, so that's like 2 a.m. Eastern time. So he's coming in on the red-eye, uh, and he will be taking, taking off uh, on the show for the rest of the week. Uh, I'm trying to pull up the schedule. It doesn't let me see it. Imagine know. if Bodine Waka meets him at the airport. Uh, that'd be weird. 
but it might happen. Imagine if he was actually on the same plane. But yeah. So anyways, uh, we got Mike Rogers coming up. Um, Will Webster coming up. Stay tuned for those oh, interviews. Nice. Um, can't wait to see everybody. Hope you're at the Golden Oldies tournament. Um, I hope to see you at the game on uh, it's Sunday. Sunday. Yes. Sunday early at 130. Yeah. Hope to see you uh, at the match. Uh, I might be over in the Lantern Suites because that might be the only ticket I can get left. Uh, so I might be living on that high life with my pinky up with the with the morgue and the stands over there with all like, the <laughs> VIPs and like the people who are there to just get boozed up and do business and not actually watch the game. And when Dave uh, goes crazy with the huzzahs, I'll be screaming and it'll be a good time. At, at one point years ago, I ended up winning, like just by calling into this uh, talk radio, you know, sports radio station, I kept yeah. winning accidentally tickets to see the Bruins and like the luxury boxes. And on one hand, that's nice. Like it's, yeah. great, it's a great view. But the people who go to those games in luxury boxes aren't watching hockey. They're they're talking to no. each other. They're still wearing yeah. their ties. And then you the buzzer goes, and they all go, huh, and turn their heads. It's like you know what that sound was? That was the sound of you missing it. <laughs> There's <laughs> you know, that's it. All right. So with that being said, we got a couple PSAs before we get out of here. Return your shopping cart to where to their little corral thing and Always use a coaster. We got one word <laughs> in three, two, one. Huzzah! Huzzah!